natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a healthy grocery store and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy. Get healthy. And that all starts at the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Graham, and General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedamedia.com and sharedamwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at SheridanMedia.com and let us go to work for you. Sheridan Memorial Hospital is hosting a free drive-up stroke awareness education on Tuesday, May 24th from 9 to 11 a.m. Come to the employee parking lot outside of the cafeteria and look for the tent. No need to get out of your vehicle. Healthcare professionals will come to your car to explain how knowing the acronym FAST can save a life. Learn about lifestyle changes to prevent strokes and heart disease before it starts. Please wear a face covering when you come to the hospital. That's Tuesday, May 24th from 9 to 11 a.m. Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. Join Sheridan Community Land Trust and Sheridan Media as we celebrate you at Trail Fest at Kendrick Park, Saturday, June 4th. Starting at 8 a.m., we'll have food trucks, 5K fun run, yoga, a kids raffle race with prizes, activity booths, and even live music at 2.30. This free, family-friendly event is also where the Dead Sweet Bike Race starts and finishes. we got all the events in this week's Country Bounty and online at SheridanCLT.org. Trail Fest, June 4th at Kendrick Park, brought to you in part by First Federal Bank and Trust. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. Uh, now, Sage Community Arts builds communities through the visual arts by helping people see more art, create more art, and by further promoting local art and artists. Sage has also been forming partnerships throughout the community to further expose uh, people to visual but also other arts in other disciplines. And joining me this morning is Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Mrs. Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill, and welcome back to the show. Morning, Floyd. Thanks for having me back. I love having you here. Uh, we're always You're always in such a good mood. You put me in a good mood for the rest of the day. It's oh, great. good. I like to be that ray of sunshine. <laughs> now, uh, 
I heard the soiree, which I think it was the last thing that we were talking about when mm-hmm. you were here. Uh, a big deal. I mean, I heard this went off like gangbusters. It did. I, I kind of had to pinch myself. A first-time event that was the beautiful brainchild of myself and Michelle Forrester, the ED of the Distillers Guild. You know, the majority of everything that should have worked, worked, which was great. The music was amazing. Drinks were fabulous. People showed up. And ticket sales were awesome. And people just had a great time. We exposed so many people to so many cool visual arts, performing arts, and then the distilled arts. And one of my favorite things, um, people I never would have expected to really understand and love opera came up to me and they're like, that opera section was the coolest thing I've ever seen. We need more of that. I want to see that come here. And the art on the stage with it, that was so fun. And they just, they were giddy about it. They're like, put us down for next year. We're like, this is happening again, right? I was like, well, of course. Of course it's going to happen. And then um, it was so great to see how the distillers played. Like They had a great reception. We found um, time at it, too, being able to promote their product, get to some new clientele that they hadn't seen before. And they kept asking, like, can we can we host it at our town? Can we be the, the host city next year? I'm like, well, Sage really wants to be a statewide organization, but right now, we're the Sheridan Artist Guild, so we're going to keep it here for a little bit. But if you do your pl- play your cards right, maybe we'll tour. Maybe so branch off. We might branch a little bit, yeah. That next, would be great. Next couple of years, we'll definitely still be here. <laughs> now, like when it comes to the opera, that was local folks, wasn't it? It you was. Didn't, you didn't have anybody shipped into town to take no. care of the music section. That was all local people right here in Sheridan. And the, the amazing talent that Michelle Forrester and Ryan Landis were and are uh people thought we shipped them in they're like we're That's just kind of like these are local talent that have national level qualities that they're right here in our hometown and they were so engaging they just and they even had a little uh surprise that i didn't even know about uh the gal running the slides to kind of tell you what's uh the interpretation of the uh slides going on with that She's a great singer also. So they are walking out into the crowd, Michelle and Ryan, and then all of a sudden there's this third voice, and the whole crowd, including me, are like, "What? where is this coming from? And it was our slide runner. She knew the songs and just had this beautiful voice too. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And the whole crowd just went wild for it because there's this beautiful ethereal voice coming out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And they're just, like, stoked by it. And then the crowd was – people were like – cheering standing up and laughing at some of the points because they were there's almost this vaudeville going on the the energy and the great uh interaction between the two singers they were just so engaged and you don't always think of that with opera you think sitting down proper with the little glasses and no people were like cheering and standing ovations and just engaged with it that then you could see that energy transcend into our singers and they were just um, the, Michelle took probably half an hour to get from the stage back into the main lobby because people were just like, that was amazing. What did you hear? You want to Every hear more? Step Every she step had to talk to us. That was great. It was fabulous. And we still have people talking about that. Like, I never knew I could enjoy opera so much. And then uh, and people weren't so sure how they were going to go from, like, electronic strings to opera to reggae soul funk 
and it just so seamlessly flowed together. They're like, it was like tasting rum here and then gin over here. And it just showed that you could really think of it in so many different ways. And then the art that my artist put together, it was all abstract, but it came from so many different styles and interpretations, but they just flowed so beautifully. And the artist got a great exposure, uh, and the community got to see a lot what we were able to do for our artists and what the local talent was. And so um, I had a lot of my other artists seeing like what their exposure was. They're like, oh, we want to we be part of this next year. And so we already have a list of artists who want to participate, other musicians who want to be with it. So I think we can really keep to grow this. And it was just a great community event that was a little different for Sheridan to see. And, and you know, Ryan and, and Michelle, they they don't do this all the time. They're not professional singers or performers. I mean, they work within that realm, but this isn't what they do all the time. Uh, uh, and I just love to see that, you know, somebody stepped up and really showed how talented they are, and they live right here in Sheridan. It kind of mm-hmm. under everybody's nose, and nobody knew about it. And and the art, you know, abstract art is probably uh, my favorite, my mm-hmm. personal favorite. Um, and to have that kind of mixed with the food and, and, and the drinks and the music and everything being put together like that is just perfect. And so next year, are you going to maintain the abstract theme, or are you thinking maybe we're going to throw something else in there? You know, so I'm kind of right there with you. You know, I love the abstract. I love looking at kind of that whole mixed media idea. And so I'd love to, I would love to stick with the abstract and maybe expand a little bit more on um, what we interpret as the abstract in that. But I think that, again, shows so much what we're able to do, uh, what we can expand the mind to see and how that flows into everything and that um, kind of looking around at some of the other shows that we do and stuff that there's not, we haven't specifically had a lot of abstracts come in right now and that this is this unique show that we can do for the abstracts is uh, kind of something we can answer for our our members and uh, it was really fun to see after that show we had a new call for art in our member gallery and so much more abstracts came oh, after wow. that and i like to think that it was part of this like oh we want to kind of showcase what we can do and be selected for next year's uh soiree abstract call so, so are you guys <laughs> going to be doing this around the same time next year or, or so did you like the time frame of when you got it, it done it actually worked really well i think um so we're hoping to keep it as uh, April 28th. It'll actually be a Friday next year, which might work a little better for those who've had the uh, extensive tastings. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, we had a great partnership with the Best Western. They put uh, put everyone up who were able to stay in town or wanted to have a staycation. They had uh, very discounted rooms, safe place to stay for the night. Um, but yeah, we're looking to have that and it worked within a lot of people's schedules. Actually, there wasn't, uh, we hadn't quite hit that May spring schedule yet. Yeah. And people were still wanting like, and actually we had a lot of rain that night. So we're like, we don't be outside yet, but it was, we didn't compete a lot with other events, which was nice, especially as we see the summers coming up. We're like, 
there's 27 events this week. We're all sharing them. We're both promoting <laughs> yeah. across the board. So. Exactly. <laughs> That was really nice to see, especially even for uh, our folks traveling in. Um, they felt that was still pretty good travel for them. You know, Wyoming, you could be of a blizzard next week and shut down the road. Called May for a reason. May right. rain, May snow, may be sunny. Right, exactly. And so, uh, yeah, we'll look at the same time next year. The Wyo is a fantastic partnership. And so now we're looking at um, how else we can build it out or just refine some of that stuff. I've had great feedback. Nothing negative, just like, here's how we can see you guys taking it to the next level. The community wants us to keep it going and keeping it going to the next level, which I'm so excited for that sort of feedback. Like, yes, let's grow this. I want you to feel like this is the Sheridan Soiree. This is our event. Exactly. Exactly. Like people coming from all over the nation eventually. Yeah. That is what we go to for this April event. (laughs) The big big kickoff to everything going off in the summer is uh, one of the finest events. Exactly. The Soiree. The the Soiree. It's absolutely great. I'm so happy that that event uh, did so well. Now, currently, you have a, a, an, a high school art gala. Can you tell me a little bit about this down at Sage Community Arts? Yes, and that was another fun little tidbit with the soiree. We hadn't officially opened the Sheridan, high, Sheridan County High School Art Gala, and so everyone there got to have this VIP peek at everything. And to remind all my students out there, if they had everything marked for sale, everything would have been for sale. Yeah. So that's what's been so great about this show. This year we have Sheridan High School, the John C. Schiffer High School, and uh, Bighorn High School were able to get stuff to me. Um, we did have call-outs to Claremont and Tongue River, but uh, some of the stuff just didn't line up this year. So hopefully we'll get all five schools next year. Uh, what we did is asked the students to pick and curate their best of the best, have one piece they think was their best and have them submit. And I I did select at least one of, of every student that submitted. And some students were really um, followed those directions right to the T. Others uh, couldn't quite figure out which ones they wanted, so they did ask for some assistance with picking. And that's where I did the first round of jurying of picked which one I thought showcased their their work the best, especially with some of the students that were have been working in different medias, drawing, painting, and ceramics, and kind of saw which. That would uh, be tough, right? Yeah. yeah, they were like, I had a lot of passion here, or but this one I couldn't quite. And so I was happy to help out with that. And then we had a final juror come in, uh, Brittany Wisnott-Denham from the college. She stepped in to help select which ones uh, – she thought ranked for getting some uh, scholarships oh, to wow. Sheridan College. So they, um, not full-on scholarships, but enough to help offset some tuition and right. art supplies, always books, always going up. So uh, we awarded five, and so far we've, uh, for sure, three of them are, said they're going to go to uh, Sheridan College. The others were seeing how that would play into them, but... Um, at least got some of our local students are able to help them get some stuff in. And part of this jurying process was to get them some real-world experience when they go and apply to other 
fine art what gallery. What is life? Yeah, preparing What's to throw it like out it? there. Yes. It's yep. like, you know, the, the art world is a great world to go into, but it's very, very competitive. And so getting them ready for what that competition is. And, uh, you know, I was able, it was interesting to talk with some of the students about what they thought maybe ranked as their top ones and then which one I picked and didn't. They're like, oh, I said, this one really shows the technique Rather, where this subject matter may have meant something more to you, but that's why you need to then present it the best way. Do some framing, do some. And it's not always about finding the most expensive frame and stuff. It's really about the the quality in which you assemble it together. If you're very precise with it, you can take a Walmart frame and have a nice matting put together. If you really are intentional about how big you make it, how you put that matting on and how you assemble what orientation you have it in, that can speak so much more to, oh, yes, it was the highest quality birch frame that I could find. (laughs) Yes, I can play into some stuff, but just to show the next level that you're at least thinking about each part of it, a juror will see that. They will take into appreciation that, oh, you are very thoughtful about the assemblage that you have going going here. And, yeah, maybe they would have liked to see a little higher quality frame, but they would have known that you're at least – intentional about that and we really took into account that yes these are high school students they might have a different budget but looking at how they put it together and what they were intentionally trying to do all together uh, that was really what we all looked at yeah how we juried that and um, the show really came together so amazing and the talent that our young artists have out there is just mind-boggling and it was really fun at to have a lot of people at Soiree because we had people that were from Casper and Gillette come over and they're like, so who are these artists? Like, these are Sheridan County High School students. They're like, no, who, who are these artists? Oh, I'm that's like, amazing. Yeah, no, this is high school talent. These are our kids. Talent. These are our kids. And they're like, this is incredible stuff. And some, they're like, we've been art collectors and this is like high level stuff that we're seeing here. Yeah. I know. So. So we got here in Sheridan County, we're a pretty high class, so it was so exciting to see them, and that's another hurdle that's been interesting to talk about. As I said, a lot of, you know, if they had it all for sale, um, it probably, probably would have walked, walked out the door. And that's that next transition you can see where students are able to feel more independent with their art, taking away, and, you know, I feel... Uh, for even my nieces and nephews that have their work that's I'm like, oh, I want that. Or you see grandparents who are like, oh, that's my piece that my parents. Yeah. It's like, we love that you're doing that, but you know, are you purchasing it from them? Are you giving them a place to where it's not just in the family, you're allowing it to go be seen, have some other collector come in and start there. Displaying that Displaying talent. Displaying that talent. Yeah. It's like, we love that you support them, but you also have to share their talent because that's a platform there going off onto this is their career that they want to go on to. And so it's it's been an interesting conversation with them of like, you know, you guys, it's hard to say no to grandma and grandpa, mom, dad, aunt and uncle, but say, no, this piece is going to go on yeah. into the world. Uh, because also when you see a great piece like that, maybe their friends want to purchase it. And that's how that friend then becomes an art collector. They're able to start collecting pieces and understanding what their aesthetic style is of what they want to start curating too. So it's stepping stones for everyone all around, for the artist to be able to get that feeling of selling your first piece, selling a piece to someone, seeing that commission check come in, you're like, 
oh my gosh, this could be a real thing for me. I could do this for I a living. Do this. And then as someone who buys art, getting your first original just gives you goosebumps all around. You're like, this is the one of a kind original mine that I, I now get to have and I've supported a dear friend or someone that I really support in their journey. I did that by purchasing this from them. And the more art you purchase, the more freedom you give to that artist to create mm -hmm. more and put it into the world. Exactly. Uh, i got to take a quick commercial break. i, I got some questions for you just uh, yeah. to get your I, – I just want, I want your viewpoint on Instagram. We'll okay. talk about that in a second. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with Sage Community Arts. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. Sheridan County School District 2 needs motivated individuals as seasonal ground workers through the summer. This is a full-time temporary position that offers eight hours a day, Mondays through Fridays, at the hourly wage of $12.50 and $8,000 sign-on bonus. Must be 17 years of age or older, have a valid driver's license, and be able to work independently with lawn mowing equipment. For other qualifications and to apply, contact the district office at 774-7405 extension 5208. Looking for your dream horse? Check out the Bots Sots remount horse sale coming up June 4th. Now you may be wondering what is Bots Sots? Bots Sots is a crow term generally held to mean quote, keep good and that is exactly what you will find at the horse sale featuring classy, gentle, fancy broke horses and odds are your dream horse. Don't miss the Bots Sots remount, a keep good horse sale Saturday, June 4th at 4pm at the Kendrick Mansion in Sheridan. For catalog and videos, go to BotsSots Remount.com. It's almost time for your next road trip, and we're back just in time with another gas card giveaway. Hi, this is Matt Brown, mortgage lender with Homestar, inviting you to sign up for a chance to win one of three $100 gas cards to Farmers Co-op. All you have to do is enter our Homestar gas card giveaway. It's that easy. Don't forget you can enter one time each day through May 25th. Winners will be drawn May 26th. Just go to the contest page on charitymedia.com. You'll see us there. Homestar, the easiest way home. You've been procrastinating. Admit it. Your car's been needing a tune-up, but you've just been so busy being awesome. How awesome will that summer road trip be when your car breaks down, leaving you stranded? Perhaps scheduling an appointment with Midas to get that tune-up is a good idea. They'll let you know what needs fixing and what can wait. 
And right now, you can get big savings on tires, brakes, shocks, struts, and more. Keep your car running safely with a few more coins in your pocket at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliasson Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me this morning is the Executive Director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. Now, we were discussing the high school gala that's going on down there at Sage Community Arts. Head on down there, see some of this work. These kids put their heart and soul into this stuff, and, and, and they're so good at what they do. You will probably be surprised. And while, during this discussion, it kind of came up into my mind. I know a lot of artists, Jill, and, and a lot of these artists will put their art on Instagram within these art communities. Now, a lot of them are looking for real feedback. You know, um, whether somebody likes it or not, uh, but like more like a critique because art is very subjective. And, and being able to actually look at a piece and, and say, that speaks to me in this way, you touched on something. What is your technique? Because that's really the skill put into the art itself, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've done a couple paintings of my own. And they're not, I mean, to me, they're good. But to other people, I could see, like, I can look at it and I can say, okay, well, the, that line isn't fine enough. We can see where I ran the brush or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. You know, that's, that's the skill that's really involved in that. And that's how I know I'm not, you know, display art quality. But with these kids, a lot of them putting their stuff up online, I think too much is, is dependent upon how many – hearts or likes or, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so a great artist, maybe it just didn't hit right with somebody and, and, or the crowd that they happen to be in, and then they, they get discouraged. Do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, the world of Instagram is one that I have a lot of feelings about it. Uh, but when it comes to exposing yourself on Instagram, I think... Uh, I heard this great podcast once. I think it was actually off of um, Bill Simmons. But he, they had some students on, or high school students on, and they were talking about what it means and what that heart or like means. And they actually go through and see who hearted it, and it depends on, like, what the comment's on, if it's just a heart or if it's actually a comment left and then what those words are, if it's like, you're so great, or like, wow. Those mean vastly different things, and they understand that it's almost this code inside of that. And I think, you know, it's not just exposing yourself, but something you've created. It's like maybe you've done some fashion and you're wearing something. That's not maybe can be your creation too, but when you've really exposed yourself uh, in pen and ink or acrylics on canvas, that is something you've created. And trying to get the feedback from there, it can really crush or demotivate yeah but it also i don't think it's the best way to find the best credit like constructive criticism to there uh one of the best things i've ever done was when i was in art school was going through those uh class critiques on they were nerve-wracking as all get out but it also 
allowed me to see like where I could take my art, where I could, you know, as you said, where was that fine line, that brushstroke or that carve mark, not the right way. And I think when you get to actually be in fa- in person, face to face with someone that you get to work with, because art is so much better experienced in person. Absolutely. Unless, unless you're doing an NFT, then that's a whole, that's a whole other story, whole other deal. But this physically made art, I think also needs to be experienced in art and it needs to be critiqued in person uh, because that's, that is the material and the, the viewing space that it should be in. And the way that you can read somebody's body language when they're critiquing, that gives you a whole nother context to what they're saying. You, they might heart what you've posted on Instagram, but maybe when you see them actually see it in person, that heart means so much more. You can physically see them go, oh my gosh, this speaks to me. And even if they don't fully say it, just that body language of like, wow, the shoulders like dropping and the eyes popping at this work or the like physical recoiling of like, wow, I don't mix with that at all. And yeah. like that gets, that says so much more and then, but it also can be constructive rather than it's like you see this visceral stuff that they've, how they've reacted to your art, but then you can actually talk to them and be like, why why does why do you do that? And maybe the person's their initial reaction is that, but they they then get to also process it better with you of why they felt that way about your art. It's like I just wasn't expecting it to be that way, but I see now how you did that line and what you were talking about, and then hearing the artist's story in the art, that person viewing the art gets to be like, oh. I see what you're saying. I may not still like it as much. It might not be my style, but I I get where you're coming from better. And I'm interested in that technique. I might even want to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired by what you were doing or let me see others that you've done. And maybe that particular piece I don't like, but oh my gosh, this collection you have, I love. Yeah, or or by itself, I I didn't like it, but with the set, it's absolutely beautiful. Exactly, and so once again, just in person says so much more, and I think the best thing that we see on Instagram is when they do reality versus Instagram, because that is exactly what it is. There's so much performance on Instagram, none of it's real. I believe I don't believe anything on there's like really in the moment in the re truly real. You have to take so much time to get those. You see everyone put the bloopers up for their inspirational quote that they did, but they had to do it ten or twelve times. Exactly. And exactly. so in person, you get to see the raw, the real, the blooper right then and there, and that connects you so much more. To realize that's the real, that's the person, that's the the essence of that artist that I'm connecting with, and I see that in their art tangible in person and you can connect so much better that way and that's where you know that's one of the things that we ask when we hang stuff on our wall especially it's a a must in the exhibition gallery and anything that our uh, members bring in that go on the wall we want it to be the original we don't want it to be the print that's we still offer those and that's displayed in a different section because we realize that's that's another stepping stone for someone to be able to start collecting art. But that 
original authenticity on the wall that you get to see of the artist is that like true connecting point. It's not a reproduction of a connecting point. It's the connecting point. You can see the texture. You can, you can see, see the passion. The maybe the anger. Maybe the the love of, of the the pressure of a brush or or. Yes. I mean, there's just so much. To it. Jill, I've run out of time. Uh, <laughs> how long uh, will the high school gala be up? It will be up till the end of the month. I believe that's the 28th. And then we'll go into our sculpture show by Wyoming artist uh, Richard Burke. He will also be on display for the Sheridan Public Arts Committee sculpture show. So that'll open up mm, June 7th. Fantastic. Jill, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. All right, when we return, we're going to speak with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter Bike Club instructor, Shan Foster. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliasson Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track, no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Having your own business can be overwhelming. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with payroll preparation, accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need, and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Dale Cahoyo Perry Trailer Sales. We're going to talk about the Titan Dump Box trailers you have in stock, Dale. Bob, we've got 14-foot, 16-foot gooseneck dump boxes. For the really heavy loads, we have a 16-foot triple axle, so you can load it up and not go overweight on it. They have tarps, solar panels, so if it's sitting there for a couple weeks and you need it, your batteries are going to be charged and ready to go. We also have the wireless remote, so you don't have to get out of your truck to unload them. You can just press a button and they unload. Come on down to the Titan Dump Box Trailers at Perry Trailer Sales 2516 Coffee and Avenue. Are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Dr. Colin Hardy and his team at Atlas Chiropractic are here to help. When your spine is out of alignment or subluxated, the nervous system can't function properly. Spinal misalignments can lead not only to headaches and back pain, but also sleeplessness, chronic tiredness, decreased immunity, and general malaise. Don't wait. Call Atlas Chiropractic today for a free examination and consultation with Dr. Hardy. It's time to spring into a healthier you at Atlas Chiropractic, Sheridan's premier wellness center. Call 672-6000 to schedule your appointment. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. 
Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Sheridan County School District 2 needs motivated individuals as seasonal ground workers through the summer. This is a full-time temporary position that offers eight hours a day, Mondays through Fridays, at the hourly wage of $12.50 and a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Must be 17 years of age or older, have a valid driver's license, and be able to work independently with lawn mowing equipment. For other qualifications and to apply, contact the district office at 774-7405, extension 5208. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Bite Club is a specialized program that trains dogs once seen as too aggressive or too misbehaved to be adopted to the public. And I am joined this morning by Shan Foster, the contracted instructor of Bite Club, and A.J. Evans, the new director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter. Good morning, all. Good morning. Good morning. Now, AJ, congratulations on your new position. It's great to see you uh, up there. And how's Jill doing? She's uh, moved on. Yeah, I do see her every so often. She's still involved with the programs. So it's a blessing to have her in that capacity. And, you know, I'll, I think Jill will be involved in one way or another with animals for the oh, rest yeah, of the Oh, yeah, she's so passionate about it. Yeah. 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 And uh, now, now Foster's trained dogs are used by law enforcement. He was a canine officer himself. He earned a bachelor's degree in administration of justice and subsequently earned a master canine trainer certification from the National Canine Learning Center of Columbus, Ohio. And he will take your calls this morning if you have a question related to dogs and dog training. Now, I'm going to ask you to please keep the subject matter of your questions and comments related to that. 674-4443 is the number to call. Shan, how have things been? Been great. Uh, we've been uh, working. We don't have uh, too many individual dogs right now. Uh, you know, it just kind of ebbs and flows. You know, you, sometimes you have quite a few, and then you know, right now we've got about three dogs we're working at present. So in how, in the bike club capacity, yeah. how are they doing? They're doing well. They're doing well. In fact, they're they're pretty finished. It's just uh, it's just a matter of finding a good match for them right now. Yeah, because once you're once you're done with your part, now finding the right home is, is right. very critical. Right. It? I mean, it, these dogs, yes, they're trained and they're ready to go out to a new family, but it can't just be anybody. No, no, and that that's it. And you know, there's a reason they're there. There's a reason they're in the bite club for those uh, aggression issues, things like that. So. So you have to find, oftentimes, you know, dogs of this particular type behavior, they need a more calm type environment, like maybe a single uh, gal or, or, or a single guy that, you know, doesn't have a very busy uh, home life kind of thing. So he can, the dog can have more structure in its life, that kind of thing. So uh, I, those are the ideal environments to put them in. And then if if there are variables, what we try to do is, of course, train the person and and educate them in how to handle certain situations if they choose that dog, that kind of thing. And I'll admit, you know, growing up as a kid, uh, my mom had her basset hounds. They were allowed in the house. Yeah. But we had cow dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and the cow dogs knew the schedule. 
we'd get up in the morning, we'd go do our feeding, while all the cow dogs go out and do their thing with yep. us, you know, it's time to go to work. Uh, now, I, so I didn't spend a lot of time with, say, like an in-house dog, uh, other than the Basset Hounds, and like I said, those were kind of moms. Uh, other than that, all of our dogs were working dogs growing right. up. Recently, uh, my wife and I adopted uh, from the dog and cat shelter, mm-hmm. and we kind of brought Gertie up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was off the reservation, an extremely bright dog, very smart, very uh, uh, active. But one thing that I've noticed, uh, schedule. Just like a, a kid, they they like their schedule. Right. They want a structure, and and yeah. they enjoy that structure. Right. Uh, now is that is that that's kind of all dogs, isn't it? I yes. Mean, they they you know dogs like a routine. They like to know you know uh, what their day is going to be like. Inconsistency often makes a dog anxious. You know that, that's how you get the uh, the uh, uh, the isolation type uh, behaviors where they're they're they. They have a, uh, a fear complex of being left alone or, or, or aggression issues because they're – I like to compare like one day you let your dog on the couch and the next day you don't. You can't do that. You ha- they don't think in black. They don't think in grays. They think in black and whites. So that's where they're. I'm most either allowed or I'm not. Right. That's it. Right. And then that's when they get into their comfort zone. So the more consistent you are, the more happy the dog's going to be because it understands. And I have to say this when dogs that I've trained in our in our three week program or dogs with bike club that that I'm instructing people to, to train. But the dog whenever it comes through my gate after I've trained it, they are so happy to see me. Even though I've been there are times with a lot of dogs that I've been hard on them. And 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 we have to go through that kind of phase during a particular time in their training. Almost every dog that I work got to become alpha. Yeah, yeah. But when they get it, they're happier that way. So, and people are always amazed about how happy they are to see me because, you know, I joke that basically I'm their, the dog's drill instructor and, right. and, and they always see me that way. But they know the reason they're so happy to see me is because they know what to expect from me and what's expected of them from me. So, so that's why they're like, Man, we know where this guy stands with us. Exactly. He's, and he's not going to change. There's going to be no surprises. Right, right. So that's super important, and that's what I try to teach my students and try to teach um, um, my gals up at the, the shelter, Though that consistency, because that's, that's so, so important when you're training your dog. So when you're finished with the dog, I, just, I, I really want the public to understand that, you know, they might see a dog online. They might read about a dog. I might do a story on a dog, and they might come forward and say, you know what, that's the dog I want. But it's more of like a match, isn't it? It's not just let's go down there and pick the dog because I like the color or the breed. Right. Uh, We encourage that, but at the same time, some of these dogs need a little bit more of, of, of a fixed situation, like you said. Right. And, and it, you know, maybe you go in there. Maybe you got a lot of kids. I understand. Mm-hmm. Kids are great. But maybe that dog isn't going to be great with the kids. And right. So if the shelter does look at you and say, you know what, I don't think this is going to be a good match, it's nothing personal. Right. Most Absolutely. of the time, they're just trying to save you from getting bit or, or maybe <laughs> save the dog, right? I Absolutely. Mean, you, yeah. you throw a dog into a situation that it's not used to. Yeah, we don't we don't want to set either the, the the party that's interested in the dog or the dog or the dog itself up for failure and and so based on trial and error we've learned uh what mistakes because that's how we we learn but through that 
we try to match that dog and that person to 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 succeed. That way, everybody's yeah. happier. Yeah, because it doesn't do any good if a dog keeps coming back. Exactly. You know you're doing something wrong if that's the case. And and so. there has been returns. Uh, yes. You know, and the two-week program going on out there where you can take a dog and uh, just see, hey, is this good? Is this a good match? I mean, I love that program uh, because a lot of places, uh, and I don't know how long this has been going on. This is the first time I've ever learned of it. But uh, a lot of places, it's just, okay, you've adopted a dog. Best of luck to you. Thumbs up. Head out the door. Everyone's smiling. <laughs> Two weeks from now, me and the dog, maybe we don't get along. Yeah. Maybe I don't like what the dog does. So maybe the dog doesn't like what I do. Right. And so having that ability to go back and basically say, okay, it didn't work out this time, doesn't mean that you're a failure. It does not mean that the dog's a failure. It just means, well, we didn't match. Right doesn't mean that the right dog isn't there now i mean right so i just i just want the public to understand that now uh are bigger dogs easier to train shan or the smaller ones because i see we also got archer who's uh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a chihuahua man yeah, yeah and he's uh he's an older guy okay? he is he's got some years yeah, on they him. typically are <laughs> <laughs> but boy he's if it's if it's not around my wife he wants nothing to do with it they really attach don't they yeah it, it really doesn't matter the size uh only in the in you know you have to have different techniques of course when you work with a smaller dog versus a larger dog that kind of thing but mainly it's their brain uh, you know it it's their ability to 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 learn the the process of learning and and like you will use chihuahuas as an example chihuahuas are tough because they're kind of terrier like in mentality and, and so they're going to they're going to test you in that sense and the reason they do that is because they were they through through breeding and this is not intentional but it, you know because of the the new the Napoleon syndrome kind of yeah, thing, yeah. <laughs> where it's like I'm going to get you before you get me because yeah. I'm little and I, and I'm not going to have any surprises. So you deal with those issues with with that particular dog. But but yeah, mainly it is it, it, it's ba- it's not size. It, it has to do with their 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 capacity to learn and and that you know I've had uh, Papillons, which are you know the size of Chihuahuas and all that. Those are that's an awesome breed. I, I love those. They they just pick up things so quickly. And I had at one point where I was training a couple of Papillons, and then I was training Newfoundlands when I get done with them. So, oh, wow. You know, talk From about one extremes. end of the scale to yeah. the other. Yeah, but both were just as uh, receptive. Uh, both breeds are, uh, I enjoy very much working. Yeah. Now, if, if we were to sit here and say, what's your favorite? And I know you've worked with a lot of, like, military, yeah. uh, police dogs. Usually those are like a shepherd type, right? Right. right. What would you say is your favorite? favorite breed of dog to work with well my favorite of course are the like you say the shepherds the the belgian malinois the dutch shepherds uh german shepherds right now i, I just imported a, a czech shepherd from overseas i picked up uh, a couple days ago uh, i like them because they are you can make them anything they can do as long as you can train them they can be your bird dog they can be I, I, yeah, I, I've trained them. They don't know they're not bird dogs. They don't know they're not retrievers. And then you can go on and they can protect your house that night. Uh, it, so the versatility is what I love. And that's that's with any breed that's versatile. So those are my favorite. Like we were just talking about, uh, uh, AJ and I were talking about German wire hairs and German short hairs. A versatile dog. Uh, that's why they're so popular because they can, they were basically bred to hunt birds as well as uh 
animals with fur, like rabbits or fox uh, or pigs even, uh, drottars, are, are, which is a German wire hair uh, uh, variety. They could go out and hunt pig one morning and then go out and hunt ducks the next. So those are the types of dogs that I, that I actually prefer more, not limited to just one specific duty. Then being able to do just about anything yeah, at, yeah. that they're asked yeah, to absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, what what has been the greatest challenge in training dogs in, in all of your experience? Uh, People. <laughs> there you go. No, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. we got about uh, three minutes left. But expand on that because that's very important. Yeah, and it? I always joke to my clients uh, that you're the hard part. The dog's the easy part. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm built structured. So, so, you know, being in law enforcement and raised in the military, I, I, was, I was brought up that way. And so dogs come easy to me, and, they, and that's why they're comfortable with me as well. But not everybody's that way. So you have to be able to communicate with a person. Basically what it is, you're a liaison between two different species. And, it, and it, it, it can be tough. It can be just because one person gets a dog or can read their dog real well. The, the next person may not like they can. I can see a particular behavior in a dog, and but the other person misses it. And yeah. I go, and it, that's hard to teach because timing. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, if it's not there, you can't make it. You know that mm-hmm. you can't make a dog hunt or lead a horse to water and make him drink. It's that kind of thing. So so those are the the challenges that I have, and I, and it's cool too when when you finally get through or that person sees in their dog and they didn't know this about their dog it's so cool to see wow to watch I that never, yeah yeah and, and and then they become even closer with their dog because they're working it they're not just sitting around petting it like a cat yeah you know they're actually interacting with their dog and they they start to realize just how cool this animal is even though it's not like them in some ways it is of course in a lot of ways but in other ways it's not at all it's dog so to, to, to be able to, to get through in that capacity, it, it's very rewarding, but it's challenging. Yeah, so, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how the people are the, are the tough ones to train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only got one minute left. Uh, so I'm, uh, we haven't gotten any callers, but I'm going to ask you a quick question. How often should I be, and you know Gertie's size. Mm-hmm. How, how big would you say Gertie was? Uh, He's like a medium. Medium-sized yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. A lot of people around here have a medium-sized mm-hmm. dog. Now, just real quick, Shin, I don't have a lot of time left. How often should a dog that size be walked? Uh, walked. It, it just depends on the quality. Uh, you know, it, you're talking about, like, getting them out exercise. Getting them out exercise. Oh, absolutely, daily. Every single day. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, Shan, thank you for coming in. AJ, always a pleasure. Thank you for stopping thank by. Thank you for having us. All right. This has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. Building wealth isn't easy. It takes hard work, commitment, and expertise. That's where Eliason Financial comes in. Let our advisors help ensure your money works just as hard as you do. So retirement, college funds, and big family vacations stay on track no matter what surprises come your way. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., 
Member FINRA, SIPC. The lot continues to change daily at Hammer Chevrolet, Troy Baker. Bob, we've been moving a lot of quality pre-owned vehicles lately. Today on the lot, we have a 2018 Lincoln MKX Reserve for $38,595, a 2018 Volkswagen Tegan Select Premium, and it is priced at $32,995. If you have an extra vehicle that you no longer need, we continue to pay top dollar for pre-owned vehicles. Call us or we'll come out and make you an offer. The lot changes daily at Hammer Chevrolet. They're at 107 East Alger, online, hammerchevy.com. Heads up, whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan, online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Mossholder's Design Center is the place to save this Memorial Day weekend. Beginning Thursday, every single item is on sale. Mossholder's 18,000 square foot showroom is packed with in-stock items ready for you to take home. Mossholder's has over 65 reclining sofas and love seats, more than 75 mattresses, several sectionals, and hundreds of accessories. Every purchase will be discounted whether you buy in-stock or choose to order. That's Mossholder's Memorial Day sale this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday. Mossholder's furniture is our passion. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. From Jill Bates in the Best Team Studio, brokered by EXP. News Talk 930. K-R-O-B. Yeah. 